got a new water bottle. Ooh, fancy one. Yeah, send a photo. Ding, ding, ding. Neat. Hello and welcome to Isn't It Neat, a podcast where we talk about things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I'm joined by my sisters Helen. Hello. And Caitlin. Hi. Okay, so we're up to episode six of The Wheel of Time season two. Um, it's the worst episode. Yeah. Yep. We're very sad. And when I say <laughs> the worst episode, it's actually the best episode. No. It's so good. Yeah, it's terrible. It's so good. The acting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, acting. But, like the writing uh, and the acting and how it's all like how it all came together is just no, like thank you. chef's kiss. <laughs> but I have watched it too many times. This is my fourth time watching it and I don't I don't want to watch it again. I don't mm. want to. Yeah. Uh, so trigger warnings for like. All of them. All of them. All, all of them. in this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Um, another uh, disclaimer that we want to make is that um, we're in a in a heat wave here, <laughs> so oh, we had our first, fir- which is quite surprising. We had our first day above forty degrees Celsius yesterday in seven hundred and seven days, which is like over two years, which is surprising because I thought we get to forty quite often, but apparently we haven't. We've just had like mild heat waves where we only get to thirty nine degrees or something. We at least got to Perth. Yeah, so it's in Perth. Yeah, when we're having our heat waves, we're like high thirties, where it doesn't get below high twenties overnight. Yeah, so it's It's been hot hot. overnight. That's the thing. That's the thing that does it for me. Yeah, (laughs) it's hot. So we're we're hot. It's too warm. So we've got we've got all our cooling stuff on. So this episode might be a little bit hummy or like background noisy. I'll do my best with the editing but if you hear those noises um we don't care today <laughs> yeah, dad's shuffling around in the kitchen getting lunch you might hear him singing yeah um yeah helen's got her door open i've also i've also got my dad's door open um yeah. which is dangerous because i had my door open earlier and jones came in to yell at me and then he turned my computer off because he's in the house <laughs> office manager, manager jones <laughs> uh, yeah they're not in here anymore so yeah so we might get a visit. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, Oscar is in his office bed supervisor position. We, his eyes are open, but they're like 20% of the way to like closing. He 25% is now. He's much more trusted. Down. He's much better behaved in the office than my cats are. Oh, um, he's been an office manager for over a year now. So yeah. <laughs> like he's got down Tri- pat. Got the experience. Trixie would be an all right office manager. The only issue is that she really likes to scratch carpet and I can't afford to replace the carpet. In, in, <laughs> I'm in a rental. So she's yeah. not allowed in. Jones just yeah. comes in and terrorizes everything because he's he like jumps that. jumps up on the booth, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, you had your booth and would jump, like, try to jump. Yeah, he's top. like, "Yolo, I need to be high." Yeah, he jumped. He like he's on the thing and he's like, "I need to be up there." And I'm like, "It doesn't have a ceiling. It doesn't have a roof. It's just a blanket." And then he just like crashed all the way through. <laughs> and he did that thing that cats do where they fall and they land and then they run away. <laughs> they just go zoom. Like it never happened. They're like get away from the scene of the crime. Um, yeah, he did that multiple times. But I've got a different arrangement now, so we can't do that any- anymore. But he can't turn my computer off. It turns out. Um, Press the button. Yeah. So this is us procrastinating, talking about episode six. Uh, so Amber, warning for book spoilers. Um, and life spoilers my- and just general sadness. Yeah. Um, Caitlin's about two. Th- we're still about two thirds the way through the Shadow Rising. <laughs> Helen's never reader. I'm fully spoiled. If you want to hear my full spoiler thoughts on this episode, because I have already talked about it uh, with Lindsay from Behind the Timeline, uh, she um, I was a guest on a on her Dark Friends social episodes back in September October of 2023. So go check them out if you want to hear my full like book spoiler thoughts. Ooh, okay, here we go. So, cold open. Um, so it I've is. I've forgotten all the things. What happened? Yeah, <laughs> the two good things that happened well, in this episode: one, Queen Mummy went to save his, her wife, and yeah. then had an intervention, and yeah. two, they acted really well. The bone breaking thing. Oh yeah. And like that's it. That's that's th- no no. Rand and Matt had a little reunion, which was very nice, and we don't need to talk mm. about anything that came after. 
That was yeah. that was lovely. Um, okay, so the cold open, it is like it. And when I watch, watched this the first time, because the first <coughs> shot, bless you, the first shot <laughs> is of the jug on the floor in the cell, and it's like looking past the jug to the door, and then Egwene gets dragged in in the most mm. horrible way. And I remember going, being like, oh my god, the jug, um, because obviously I know it's significant because of events that happen in the book. Um, but it does, like, if you probably, Helen's never going to watch this again. Nope. <laughs> probably neither is Caitlin. But if you do, you notice it. You're like, this is like the central, most important thing of this episode is this jug. So Egwene gets don't know dragged the, in. Yes. You don't know what the story is, but they framed it to say this is an important thing. If this mm. was a video game, you would pick up the jug because there's yeah. something important about this jug. <laughs> and you wouldn't be able to pick up the jug. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you make us do this stuff, Erin? <laughs> I know. Anyway, so Egwene learns the rules. She, she like, gets put in and she's like, you bitch, Rana, and then tries to punch her and then feels a lot of pain and it's kind of agonising. Um, yeah, I like this of- actress, by the way, the bad guy the- actress. Oh, Rana. Yeah, because uh, she delivers is- the, like, emotional manipulation mm. relationship nonsense yeah so well so Zelia mendez jones is the actor and they used they use he they pronouns oh which is slightly confusing because if we're talking about the actor we're using he they but the character is she her yeah it's okay well he's a brilliant actor yeah um and i loved how he presented the character Mm. yeah definitely yeah so so we learn the rules that much pain um, Rana puts the bracer on the like sticky thing. Yeah, she <laughs> the put, pole the, puts bit? like the, the hangs up the like leash and then puts the bracer yeah. there. And it's like what the yeah. hell? Yeah, <laughs> and then and we see Elaine. I mean, not Elaine. We see Egwene try and grab it, and yeah. So there's sort of like here's the rules: you can't touch the stuff. Much pain. It's just bad. Um, so that's a cold yeah, open, and let's not talk about Egwene for a while. So yes, let's, please. Let, let's, let's just skip it for the rest of this episode. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. we're gonna. So the next thing that happens in the episode is that Lanfear is super hot. She's <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you think of Lanfear in this, like, in the headdress and in the dream world, Helen? I have to admit, I'm only half paying attention to these episodes. Helen's <laughs> <laughs> checked out. She wasn't even watching. It's like the best bit. So she's in this, like, full on, like, dominatrix thing. She's got these awesome boots and stuff and one sleeve, lots of buckles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rand. Headdress is- for days. Rand is tied up on this wheel and she's all like, yeah. oh, hello. Yeah. Um, and she's like, why don't you trust me? And he's like, um, like, you've literally got me tied up against my will. Like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I love how, I love how you can see when she's land fear in the dream world, she like has a whole different look. She's got like short hair and like the, the dark eye makeup stuff. What's it called? Yeah. Smoky eye look. And yeah. she's like more herself as well. Mm. Like she's yeah. it, when in like the reels, she's um like she's very much like play acting a bit and like giving a little little tiny pieces of truth to make her life better. But like in the dream world, she's like this is exactly who I am mm-hmm. and like my context and yeah. I think this you is love my it. Playground. So you just love it. Yeah. I don't think we see her in the real world at all this episode. We only see her in the dream world, don't we? We yeah, don't see much uh-huh. of her. Oh, no, we see her in the real world. Real world. It's like, was she? Was that a dream, Leandra? No, no, that was real too. I um, I um, went and hung out my laundry <laughs> during that bit because I was like, I'm just, I need to hang out my laundry. And this episode's <laughs> it's dry <tough>. already. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. By the time you finish hanging it out. Is dry. I could have just brought it straight back in. Now I have to could go back out there again. Shake it out a little bit. Been <laughs> yeah. done with it. Yeah. It'd be dry. Yeah. Shake it out. Um, yeah. So Lanfi is super hot and she tells Rand that she wants to help him or whatever. And she has one condition. And then Rand wakes up and Moraine's like, What did she say? And he's like, I need to leave to save you. Because... I liked Moraine's top in this scene. Yeah. Her like white blouse thing. Like mm. the fluffy sleeves. It, it's a. S- specific um technique to make the 
bodice part of the blouse, like with the um, sort of woven. Yeah, it looks almost. like a lace make, like a lace kind of. Yeah, bob it's and very lace cool. Kind of. I'm going to spend this entire episode just skipping the content and going straight to the like, costumes. The costumes. The costume <laughs> design is pretty amazing. Yeah, um, and the set design and like yeah. just the color palette. And that the they music. I was think. I was oh. thinking while I was watching this that I'm like, I bet. Because I am, I'm triggered by music. So there yeah. are certain, <laughs> there are certain bits of music, mostly from the Disney Renaissance. Um, that if you play the music, I will cry because of the events that happened to that music. And I'm like, I bet. Because I was thinking, I really love the soundtrack. Maybe I should buy it and play it in my car. But then I'm like, no, there's going to be bits that I'll just burst into tears. Like yeah, and you won't know why. You'll just be like, yeah. why is this, uh, like, random piece of music? No, or it'll no, be, like, it'll the gap between and I'll be the... like, make your leg Yeah, <laughs> it'll be, like, the gap between the Miguel Egwene and, like, the next song, and you'll be like, no! Because <laughs> <laughs> they do use silences really well in this episode as well. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yes. So, yeah, Lanphia. And then Lanphia goes and kills Leandrin's son. <laughs> <laughs> that's so yeah. sad. It was. It yeah. was really. It was heartbreaking. And yeah, and yeah, like, it's kind of got looking really kind of hopeless. And she can't like she can't do anything. It, I yeah, because like she's her. kept him alive way too long, and, and he's suffering, and she knows that, but she couldn't bring herself to like I, accept it. Yeah, and I suppose, it's like that guilt. I suppose when you've got. A family member mm. who is elderly and they have a chronic disease and they're palliative, like they're, they're going to die and you've kind of come to terms with that, but then sometimes they can take months or years to actually end up passing away. And then when they finally do, there's often a feeling of relief. Um, yeah, because it's the over. The grieving process starts a lot earlier. Um, and yeah, and you can't you really know complete coming. it until they're, or you can't move on until they've gone. And yeah. then you have that feeling of relief, and then you feel guilt about feeling that relief that they're gone. Yeah, and you could see all of that on mm. Jolene, like the fact that she wasn't mm. allowing it to continue because she's like, if I just stay in this state, then it, everything will be fine. We we just won't mm. progress anywhere. And it's like we, everyone knows that that's not going to happen because time marches on no matter what you want to happen, and then. The, when she's getting told, like she's obviously clearly suffering, but she's like listening to it and going, that is like the right thing. Like he clearly doesn't want to be here. And she failed him because she and, couldn't do it. Yeah, she exactly. Let a forsaken mm-hmm. do it. And she couldn't even look at him. No. <laughs> I'm already crying. Yeah, exactly. And it's only because I like Jawline and she's a very good evil character um, and the actress is very good at doing the yeah, Kate, Kate Fleetwood. Uh, yeah, and and her thing, Leandrin's thing this whole season has been um, power, that she's mm. kind of in it for the power. She doesn't want to be a, pow- a powerless girl anymore, and we get that in that scene. We get um, that little bit of context that she was married before she bled. So she like, what, is she like 11, 10, 11, yeah. 12? so it's like a lot married worse off. than I thought because I was like yeah. oh, she cl- she's had this son but she clearly that wasn't a choice that she made like it wasn't mm-hmm. like she'd participated mm-hmm. in making this son mm-hmm. but like she's loved him and, and held on to him and then yeah. with the context is him. she's effectively been raped yeah. to make this child and she's never held it against him but he's also like a remembrance of her trauma yeah which and is then, very difficult yes and then also all her stuff about trying to um so little girls won't have to go through things like that like this power yeah. like the the healing is the is just healing the symptoms rather than healing the actual problem and stuff so mm. and then she's she again is powerless in this scene she's like powerless this is going to have to happen landfreer even says you there's no way out of these oaths you made to the dark like mm. this is inevitable, like too bad, and Leandra's just mm. so she's kind of stuck. Yeah, yeah it is really. Yeah. But yeah, the, but this is where Lamphere is a good, a good evil villain because she's like, you're stuck. You don't have a choice. However, you have options. So like, you get to make the best out of a bad situation by making different choices, which 
is pretty excellent of a bad guy because one now puts the agency on jawline. So, like, now she's more complicit than she was before. But also it means that she can choose what version of the dark that she's um, Mm. working with. Yeah. Yeah. How many Forsakens are there? In the books there are 13. We think in the show there will be eight. So there's potential for 13 choices for jawline. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I remember thinking that. Her whole thing is like she thinks she's in control, but it's all going to blow up in her face. It's oh, like, absolutely, yeah. yes. <laughs> that's the, that's the, where she's face. going. It's all yeah. downhill from here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's um, that's a bit heavy. We also get um, it's like the lightest part of this episode. <laughs> no, it's not. There's no, the lightest part is when Matt and Rand reunite. Yeah, and it's all yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on to that. Just don't think about what comes after. Um, Lan, Lan um, with Alana and the snack waters at the Forsaken Temple. Um, oh, that was evil. not the worst. Yeah. No, because that's the one when I sent you a message, I was like, oh, no, Alana's evil. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, why are they suddenly turning on Lan? Yeah, yeah. no, Lan's the hero. We love him. So <laughs> I was looking at your, do you want, have you got your um, stream of consciousness, consciousness, Caitlin, in front of you? Because I've got no. it. I'm right, pretty sure so it was said, uh, Alana's evil and Queen Mummy is going to rescue her wife. Yeah, so your entire stream of consciousness for this episode was, hold up, Alana is giving evil vibes. Heck. Heck and heck. Heck yeah, Queen Mummy is going to find her wife. Yeah. <laughs> that was the whole... Those are the most important parts about this episode, and I stand yeah. by it. There's nothing else happened. Yeah. yeah. So even this scene at the Forsaken Temple, so it's really obvious that, like, they're suspicious of Lan, and Lan is just like, do, 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 do. What do you think about the Forsaken? And they're like, hmm. So he's trying to, I feel like his whole thing was I'm trying to urge them to do something, but I'm not going to actually say it because I'm trying to be mm. all like, you know, yeah. like loyal to Moraine like and not Moraine. say the things that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then they do, have they done it before where they pretend sexy times and then there they are? I don't think I don't so. Know. I don't really pay attention to people when they're doing sexy times. Yeah. So Lan's going to tries to leave and um, Maxim's there and the, like, heartbreak on his face because they think that maybe Lan's a dark friend. They found this um, poem and they think maybe this whole thing with Lan and Maureen that's going on is because they're, like, sworn to the dark. What the fuck? This is, like, oh, it looks really bad. And they confront Lan and Maxim's, like, like calls him old friend and is like, please don't make me kill you. But you can see he's like 100% willing to do it. Like he mm. would have fought Lan and killed him because of what they believe in. Yeah. Yeah, which is like, but lucky he doesn't have to because Alana just yeah. like ties him up with air. And then Lan finally actually lets the cat out of the bag and is like, we found the dragon reborn. So it's bringing more people in. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do you think Maureen's going to be happy about that? No. <laughs> She's going to be like, how She has to do the dramatic reveal or they have to have secrets forever. Yeah. <laughs> also, she's like, we don't tell people things to protect them. Yeah. Like, it's her whole shtick this whole season. Yeah, so, and they do find Swan. So she's in her little carriage writing letters and then there's like oh, this like that whole sequence where it's Moraine at her desk trying to write and tell her wife yeah. that she's been stilled and she can't find the right words. She's trying again and again. She's crying. And then it yeah. then, then the transition of she look that pans off to this letter with a broken seal and then it sees someone that the sees her seal. making the letter and doing yeah. it. And it's like, ah, that's a good transition. Yeah, it is yeah. Some of the transitions are really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so Swan makes this like knife. Air knives. It's like, like, oh, that there's a bunch of paintings, I think, or like stained glass windows where it's like the glowy halo knife thing going on. The angel thing. Yeah, like an angel thing. But also, also, it mirrors the very cool hat that um, she's a witch with. Yeah, that's kind of just an upwards rather than around. No, it's Mm. all the way around. Oh, yeah, it's kind of. It's a whole thing. Look yeah. at the pictures, Erin. Yeah, that feels and like the symbolisms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what does it feel like, Helen? 
The, the dark people are probably copying the light people as well. Maybe they were the light people before they came the dark people. Maybe <laughs> they're cousins. Yeah. Dun, dun, they're dun. all just copying each other, stealing each other's drip. <laughs> <laughs> Like I went better than if you saw Queen Mummy was like, damn, <laughs> I gotta get on the on that, <laughs> or vice <Yeah>. versa. <laughs> so um, she yeah she gets her knives out and then it's just Lan and she's like Lan and that's like it's Maureen we need to go rescue her and then they just up in Clarion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Maureen's still being a bitch to her family. Yep. So she's trying to write a letter to Swan which is tough. She just keeps, like, screwing them up. And then little baby, what's his mm. name? King boy. <laughs> Prince. Muffin boy. <laughs> Soft Sweet, precious roll. baby that's never done anything wrong in his life. Oh, he's toasting yeah. the goat's evil though, right? <laughs> he's too sweet. <laughs> Do you think he's evil, Helen? No. No. So he comes in with a sandwich for Aunt Moraine and you can, like, he's – engaged to the queen he's this like noble person you can just imagine him like flouncing down to the kitchens and being like i'm gonna make a sandwich for my auntie who i love and and just like i did when i was a little boy and it looks like it's just like ham and cheese or something yeah Yeah, but the butter's on both sides of the bread there and did you not listen to the story it's special um and i bet he made a huge mess that absolutely Just like when he was a little boy. Yeah, the staff are like, oh, my God, can we just not? (laughs) But he brings his sandwich to Aunt Maureen um, and she just kind of goes, oh, yeah, you can leave it there. And he's like, oh. And he goes outside and um, her sister's Omber's there, like, watching and being like, what a bitch. And she goes full mama bear. She's like, you bitch, how dare you do that to my boy? You get out, you're just like mother. Which is like yeah. the worst thing that she could ever say. And Maureen's like, fuck you, bitch. I actually own this house. So whatever. Like they're, they've said the worst things that they could say to each other. Mm. Yeah. And proven each other completely right. Yeah. <laughs> and it cuts deep. Maureen's upset. Oh, like sibling <laughs> fights. Like they're worse than regular fights. Cause siblings yeah. Know. You know, you know how to, you know how to cut so deep. Mm. <laughs> all the weaknesses. And where all the buttons have been installed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they did one of those, which mm, yeah, it's pretty pretty hectic. I love that their dynamic. Those two actresses are just perfect. Mm. Oh, there's so many. Everyone's performances are just amazing. Yeah, they're just so good. Oh. And um, what else happens? Oh, Rand has a bad dream. Oh yeah, what's his name? You'll invade and be like, you killed everyone you love. Rah rah rah. Yeah, and then Alanfia's like, fuck off, is she? And then, <laughs> like, do you think, because we saw them together in a dream last episode, to, like, plotting and talking and stuff, do you think they planned that, this dream, that Lanfield's like, okay, you make him have a bad dream and then you turn up being all, like, intimidating and I'll, like, brush you away and then he'll trust me? Yeah, maybe. There's also a good chance that he would have fucked with Rand anyway. Okay. Yeah, like she knows him well enough to know that he's going to, like the second she lets him in, he's going to just like slide up in there and be all creepy. And yeah. she's like, can, she can just stand there and wait for it to happen. Yeah. yeah then make her entrance. Because mm. she's yeah. a dramatic little bitch and I love her. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Lampia's like, okay, I get that you don't trust me. That's fair enough. So I'll give you the gift of a dream. And where does Rand take the forsaken Lampia? Because he's a mm. fucking idiot. Yeah. Just straight to Airgrain, the girl yeah. he loves. Even though every it's time, so every time triangle. there's a threat, he's like, "Look at, look at this. This is the thing that's going to be most harmful to me." Yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and yeah. also going to be super awkward with this girl lady that's super evil and powerful and kind of has a thing for the dragon, which is kind of me. And, uh, and also, I banged her like a lot. Yeah, yeah. but I'm going to go see my girlfriend. My girlfriend. That I love more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so he go he goes and he sees Egwene and is like, "What the fuck?" And poor Egwene, yeah. oh my girl. Um, and then he's like, "Where is she?" And he like throws this big kind of tantrum. So tell me. And you can see she he like loses his cool and like screams at Lanfear to tell him where where Egwene is. And Lanfear like grins like, <laughs> "Yeah, 
I've got you exactly where I want you. Mm-hmm. So they, they want them to all to go to farm for some mm. reason. Mm. Yeah. And then Rand runs into Matt, which is the nice bit. So Matt and Min have arrived in Kyrian. And Matt's and just doing his little thing where he's gambling and getting yeah. more people to bet their money and he's just doing, happily going away. And then He's doing his salesman pitch. Yeah, See, Rand I think this like, is bad because Matt would have been fine if everyone just left him alone. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But yeah, then but Rand ruined it. He ruined everything. <laughs> but it was like that moment they just hugged each other and it was like, oh my god, yeah, you're so here. nice. Yeah, and Matt's like, what happened to your hair? Like, you look, you look dumb, <laughs> which is so good. And they have this lovely moment, so they kind of catch up and like update each other on what's been happening. And then, like Matt says to Rand, we're, we're not better off without you, mate. And then Rand like, says the same thing back to him because, like, yeah. obviously that's what Matt's been doing. He's like, I'm a shit person. I abandoned my friends. They're all better off without me. And then, like, Rand tells oh, yeah, it's just so lovely. Mm. Mm. And then it's like, the, it's like the lighthearted bit of the episode. And I love it when, like, Matt gets up and he's like, Dragon Reborn. Like, yeah, he's, like, chill, totally like, oh, that's not really taking you cute. seriously, but, like, yeah. Yeah, but it does kind of show that Matt's kind of like, like I'm going to say he's kind of ride or die. Like he supports Rand and he's mm-hmm. not like scared of him and running away and, and stuff so, like you're, that. You're, like, you're just Rand. Been. You're not some big magic guy. You're just yeah. Rand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just Rand. Like, you're, even you're my back friend. when they were like struggle town and Rand was being a shit friend, Matt was still like, I'm your mate and I'm doing this mate stuff. Yeah. And when he went through his really hard time, Rand was not there for him. So he was getting reinforced that they're better off without him and he took yeah. himself away and they were slightly better off because Matt wasn't, like, in the way and getting worried or anything like that. So, like, he's been reinforced that, like, his choice was correct and as much as it sucked, he suffered alone instead of causing everyone else to suffer with him, whereas Special Boy is just, like, wandering through life, making everyone suffer regardless of whether he's there or not. And it's just like, what a shit friend. And this is this has been the case from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And I want you to acknowledge that. This yeah. is a not uplifting moment in this this episode at all, Aaron. You Aww. just didn't recognize what, how sad it is. <laughs> I think it's nice. It becomes really sad because Matt goes and finds Min, who's drinking a lot. Drinking and crying and being yeah. like, oh, she's I like, she's like, I'm I just want to leave. Yeah. So Min's got two bad decisions. So her she's seen this vision. She knows that Matt kills Rand. Um and she like she gets along with Matt. Like they're mates. Like mm-hmm. I love how Matt comes in and he's like, Minnie Min Min. And like they have this like really great rapport, this really great back and forth. And then so she has to either let Matt kill his best mate, and then she gets her like powers taken away that have been um like that that she's like cursed with that she's hated her whole life or she tells Matt like she hurts Matt and tells him that she can't go with Rand mm. and has to keep her powers and he's specifically said not to tell him mm, yeah as well yeah he's like I don't want to know that future stuff but she he had a she had a talk with him before hmm the the evil guy was like, yeah, threatening her like, what if? when she's like, what happens if I don't do what you say, what you want? And it's this big threat of, oh gosh, I'm yeah. targeted now. But the other thing is that so when Ashamiel turns up in her dream, and she's like, okay, I did like we made a deal, and he's like, oh, I'm not gonna like, like you expect me to take away your powers, and she's like, that's how deals work. We made a deal, and he's like, no, actually, I want you to um do this other thing before I do that. Um, yeah, because, so like, of, he's and got like, all the power in this situation. He can say no forever. Yeah. And, and her think, only option is just to keep playing along if she wants to get rid of these powers that she hates. Yeah, and I think mm. she's kind of aware of that, of, like, this isn't a guarantee, so she could do the wrong thing and, like, betray her friend um, and she might not even get what she wants out of it. So Yeah. So is that, that's like, probably... This vibe, like he, won't actually do that thing that he says he will or can't. Yeah. Mm. So Min tells Matt 
not to go and that she saw him kill Rand. But if she saw it, is it going to come true anyway? Is it one of those, you know, those things where it's like you see the vision of the future and so you try your best to like not make it happen and then Aaron, you're trying not to make to it happen makes it happen? the books because she said this. She's like, it doesn't matter what you do because if you try to avoid it, it makes it worse and it still just mm. happens anyway. Mm. And if you try to like bring it about, it again, same deal. Like it's just whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. If she sees it, it's going to happen and it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. She's got no, like, there's nothing that she can do about it. So it's not fun for her. Mm. But then she also knows that Ishamayel wants Matt to go. Mm. So even though maybe she's like, well, it's going to happen anyway, but Ishamayel wants him to go to farm. So maybe we're just preventing him from going to farm by saying that he's going to do this thing. So keep away from Rand. Mm. And that might happen somewhere else later. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> now I reckon yeah. like she's that's what the drinking's about is the whole that's they got this vibe that she is being manipulated into breaking their friendship yeah like she's getting manipulated into breaking the friendship she's also aware that like no matter what she does it's gonna get broken anyway like so mm. like try, how, how is she two bad choices the bad choices but also it doesn't matter what she says or does it's still gonna happen anyway so she, if she says nothing and keeps her friendship with Matt so she's a shit person um, he's still gonna end up killing his mate. Yeah. And if she says something and he hates her, she's less of a shit person, but feels like a shit person. And mm. he still ends up killing his mate. So like, yeah. it doesn't matter what she chooses. Yeah. Like, and now Matt has two bad decisions. So he yeah. can either go with his mate, who he just like, like, made up with. <laughs> They've just like reunited. He can either go with him and kill him. Or, like, abandon him again, just like he abandoned all his friends before. Like, it's just, and then they'll think that he's abandoning them again, even though it's for the right reasons. They won't know that. Yeah. Mm. So, poor Matt watches Rand. It's, it's so heartbreaking. He's like, and Rand's like, oh, well, I guess I'm going. But then Alone. that man shows up. Yeah. And yeah. Like, they all were like, you can't let you leave. Yeah. Yeah, so the Queen Mummy's here. Anyway. Yeah, the Queen <laughs> here. So yeah, so the Amelan arrives in Kyrian and she's got like I love her hat. She's got like feather hat. Yeah, fluffy mm-hmm. feathers. She looks like an owlet. <laughs> or a rufflet. <laughs> yeah, rufflet. Yeah. We'd like that. Yeah, and she comes in and Leandrin's there and she's all like, The last time you called fourteen sisters to Kyrian, we installed a new king on the throne. Are we doing a coup? Yeah. <laughs> Is she the only one wearing a black coat out of the uh, um, red people? Yeah. Symbolism. Yeah. Because I just I happened to notice that her cloak was black mm. for a couple of episodes. Or a very dark red. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it yeah. looks black. Because yep. we know that she's a black Aja rather than a red Aja. Yes, and it's, there's a reason guy. why it's been like, like she's able to just like go around being black for so long is people just so used to her just wearing a dark cloak. Mm. Yeah, because it's, it's like, what do you mean? It's really dark red. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like it's a cloak. It gets dirty. What are you expecting me to like wear a white one? That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all very exciting. Do we have anything to say? Anything more to say about kind of Kyrian? It's like of- when Moraine finally finishes her letter, and it's like, please see that that gets to someone. And then, and like, and then it later, she's like, the Amelin seat's here and she wants to see you. And yeah. Moraine's like, what? <laughs> There's big concern in the household. Like, Envy is shook that yeah. the Amelin Yeah, because the last time the Amelin was to- there, she was doing a coup. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Envy has just got her son in the proper spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, back. Oh, no, we might fall She'll have again. to redo her entire machinations. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all very dramatic and epic. Yeah. Um, anything else? Nope. Okay, we're going to take a short break and then, and then we're going to no. talk about it. <laughs> and then you might want to turn the episode off. Yeah. yeah. Can I turn the episode off with that loud? No. Ah. <laughs> So we're back. 
Um, <laughs> now we're going to talk about farm. So let's just first we'll talk about how Ingtar and Loyal are there. Yeah. So they're yeah, like doing sneaky, people. sneaky sneaks. Yeah, and Loyal does this tree singing thing. Yeah. Um, and this, like, I think this is an interesting scene because Suroth is there and she's all like, ah, I'm so much more popular. I'm so wealthy and popular and better yeah, than everyone. Yeah, they've got everyone. this whole group of yeah. just people who are all giggling and drunk and yeah, sycophants. Yeah, yeah. She, she's like, totally I'm so much better high. than Turok. <laughs> oh yeah, and then, like she's a Regina George situation, like proper mean girls. Yeah, um, she's so mean, and everyone's like, ah ha 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 ha, you're so funny, and she's like, yeah. I know, I'm hilarious, and then yeah. it's like gets all these, like, reinforcements of her nonsense and thinks that she's great and she's not and then makes Loyal do a thing that he's like, this is kind of an important, like, heavy gravitas situation. She's like, just sing. Yeah, it's just a song. And then and everyone kind of realises it, so he does this beautiful, like, tree singing and makes this tree mm-hmm. grow and everyone's like, whoa, this, is, this moment is, like, amazing. Like yeah, that they're and- witnessing that and then Suroth is like, the attention is not on me anymore. And so she like breaks it by like clapping loudly and being like, oh, well done. Um, and then there's a bit of discussion because she says, I should I should gift it to Turak. Um, and I always thought it was the tree, like gift the tree. No. But the other people think it's loyal, like actually yeah. gift loyal to uh-huh. I wasn't yeah. looking at what she was looking at, and so all I heard was the giggling in the background. And who should I gift it to? And yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure she was too. saying that she's going to gift the O gear to Sugar to be like, look how much wealth, more wealthy I am than you. Yeah, I am giving I can you afford an to O-gear, give you an O gear. Like, yeah, 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 which is awful. It's a total <laughs> bitch move, but also it's like shitty for like, like their culture is just. Shit. They are, mm. yeah. Yes. Um, we meet Rima and Basan. Um, or meet them a bit better because didn't like they rescued oh, Elaine. Too. Yeah. yeah, they rescued Elaine and Nynaeve. The Lelo Arja. Um, yeah. yeah. Why would you tell me their names? Because they die straight away. Rima doesn't. Mm. She gets a fate worse than she death. might as well have died. Yeah, it would have been but better. The, yeah. It so. Been better. <laughs> Nynaeve and Elaine's relationship develops quite a lot um, mm-hmm. through this as well. and Trauma bond. Yeah, but also even when they're like, Rhymer's like, all right, we need, I need to send you girls to the White Tower to like let everyone know about this Red Aja danger thing. Mm-hmm. And Nynaeve, oh yeah, the Black Aja danger thing. And Nynaeve's like, no, I'm being stubborn. I'm not going, no. And Elaine's like, and Elaine says the same thing, but in a much more reasonable way. It's like, with all, with all due respect, and we're not going. And then Nynaeve kind of looks at her like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> right. And then it's like, why? Man, you'd hardly know Egwene. And Elaine's like, I don't have any friends. She's, She's my, my only friend. friend. And I'm staying here for my friend. Yeah. And then also, Rima is really like bonds with Nynaeve as well. So she's the yellow Aja. And what you've been saying, Helen, all along is that you think that Nynaeve should be with the healers, with the yellow Aja. Yeah. And here she is with it. Yeah, you're a wisdom. Aja. You know what these things are. And yeah. And she's and so that, patient with her. That, and she that, trusts um, her. And she calls her sister at the end. And like, mm-hmm. so builds this like bonding relationship. And poor Nynaeve is like her. So she had Leandrin as kind of like a mentor person who basically betrays her in the end because yeah. she's a black Aja. And then she has this, like, new person who probably is actually listening to her a lot more and, like, aligns mm. more with her values. And also and then, she actually listened to Nynaeve and went, mm. okay, the stupid flower thing doesn't yeah. work for you. You're a healer. You just you don't think about it. You just do it. Yeah, if there's a patient in front to- of her, you don't ask what you can do. You just help. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so she does it, but she doesn't. She's still not got great control. But it's much better than it was before because fuck knows teaching someone with the like the method that they can learn through. Yeah. She like invited her to try. Yeah. And fail mm. and like and even when she does fail, like it's like it's always right. in the most devastating way. She literally like reveals their position. Mm. Rhyme is just very calm and is like, it's okay. What did you learn? Like we've got yeah. to get something out of this, and then like very calmly like sets it all up. <laughs> it's just so sad. Mm, yeah, so, so sad, poor Nynaeve. But- and then Nynaeve and Elaine holding hands. 
makes no, me cry. The big epic fight and oh, the guy mm. when he dies was so yeah. sad. And then she has this minute where she's like, "Oh God, you have to kill me, please!" And can't mm. let him take me. He's cool. like, "I can't, I can't." Yeah, Non-verbal moments. Mm. Nynaeve goes to run out into the street, and and Princess grabs her hand and looks straight in her eyes and goes, "No." And mm. we, like, we help them, we can't help a claim. Yeah, and then it's just like a full-on novel going between those eyes. And mm. they're, they're both really upset. And she's like, I know I'm upset too. We have a choice to make. Which, ver- like, what do we want to do? And they, like, come to an agreement. And it is devastating, brilliant acting. Mm, um, yes. This next one is when the Aes is doing her little dance with her water guy and it's yeah. all very cool they clearly trust they each other contact. a lot and all yeah. of Rhymer's like battle stuff is all like healing related yeah like body like medicine oh uh, yeah when she folds up that person oh yeah like when they when they the go too gun. far and they kill him and they hurt him and she just goes ah and just like breaks the bones and, and, it's, and it's crack, crack. And she's yeah, folding yeah. and twitching, and it's like, oh that my god! That actress is a contortionist. <laughs> yes, because you wouldn't be so able to like, achieve that in any other way without like going full computer CG. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. even like like one of the first things she does is like slams one of the sultan with like boils. Like this. yeah, yeah, and she attacks the sultan, so she knows a lot about. Anything that hurts the Suldam hurts the Damani more. And you can see the Damani are like, ah, like in pain, yeah. even though they're not they're not the ones being attacked. But then also she never attacks the Damani in the end because like, obviously they're slaves. So she's like mm. going for the Suldam that control them. Mm. Yeah. It's complex and interesting and very cool. And the mimicry of her like just breaking their bones and like shattering them to pieces and the mm. way that um, Peguin's. Yeah, the shocks with that stupid thing. Yeah, Meh. I'm mad about yeah. it. Yeah, so we got it. Let's go over to Egwene, my girl no. Egwene. So, um, Sorry. so the next time we see her after the cold open, she makes a plan. And like when Rena comes in, she's gonna grab the jug and attack her with the she jug. Vividly imagines it. Yeah, and um, but because she's done that, and it's so like. She goes, you see, like, the door open and she goes to grab it and then she's like, 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 full on, like, contorting and stuff. Like, it's hurting And Rana just, like, calmly walks in, like, oh, yeah, and hangs up and gets the, like, thingy, the brace and stuff and is like, Egwene, you silly thing. You're you're doing this to yourself. I'm actively harming you because I'm Mm. an abuser but you wouldn't be harmed if you just did what I said. Mm. Mm. And the characterization of Rena, I think this is very interesting, like, between the two of them because Rena is best girl. Like, she wants to be best girl just like Egwene wants to be best girl just in mm. this different culture. So she comes in and she's like, um, I've got these ideas. I've got my my first Damani. I'm training my Damani. Um, a lot of other a lot of other Suldam think that you shouldn't keep your names, but I'm doing things differently. I'm going to do it the hard way. Kind of like Egwene wanting to learn to channel without her hands. Mm. So Rena's kind of doing that. And she's trying to like come in a different way, and she's like, "We're going to be the best. We're going to be the most powerful. I can feel your power." Ah, like, especially in that bit where they did the tree, and she's yeah, like, "Ah, feel it. Aren't we so powerful? Tree. Look at yeah. us." And it's like, well, you have no power. You're just using her power. <laughs> mm. That that's really interesting as well. Um, like Egg, it's Egwene's comfort tree. So and Rena comes in with like, I know it brings you comfort. It now burn it. Comfort. <laughs> yeah, burn it. But I think in terms of what the Demane are to the Shanshan culture, mm. and obviously I know I have a little bit more context, but I think it's like it. They've presented them as weapons. They're part of the army. They come in mm. and they like attack and stuff so they're used in that as weapons to like mm-hmm. explode things and take mm-hmm. over and stuff so and ran has always already said like a bunch of times you're not a woman you're a demani she's really dehumanizing her mm-hmm. like that she's just an animal she's just property chattel which mm-hmm. is awful in itself yeah. but i think that rena thinks that because Egwene is this weapon and that's what she's born to do and meant to do that she will enjoy destroying the tree because that's what Demane are. And if you watch that sequence, you can see Gwen 
both hating it because she's been asked to do it and she's doing something she doesn't want to do and going, holy shit, I've got so much power here. Mm. This is amazing at the same time. So, like, it's incredible. Like, both performers are brilliant. I do not Mm. like the character. No. Like, she's so annoying. She's worse than Special Boy. Um, But the actors amazing like she's she's showing the contortion she's showing the like both the fact that she's like holy shit look at me doing special girl powers i mm. am so powerful but the what the one person who's actually said all the things that she's been wanting to hear in the tower is this awful whatsoms mm. the one Silver that Silver? wants to Silver yeah. yeah yeah like saying did they they're in the white tower they just train you to do parlor tricks here like we're going to use you to your full potential and and it's something Egwene's wanted to hear like did yeah, they tell you how powerful you are and she's like no they didn't yeah um but it's these two kind of institutions like and like mm. you've been saying with Nynaeve Caitlin the whole mm. like they're, they're kind of stuffy and there's one way to learn and they put them through this trauma in the in the arches and all this stuff. Like the White Tower isn't exactly uh, great as an institution. And then also there's this no, other institution. Should, there should be revolution and both brought down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come yeah, to revolution when Nynaeve's in charge. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. 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 And the Sean Chan are like just another kind of institution. Mm-hmm. And their methods are a lot more like are, are kind of almost as brutal. They're just like they're just, they're more just like evident. more savvy, less you know, mm. Mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot less yeah. free will there. Yes, yeah. yeah. And after the tree thing, so Rana is like Rana thinks she's won. Rana's like I've gotten through to her. I am the best Suldam ever. I'm best girl. It's great. Egwene's yeah, have a drink. You've earned it. Yeah, and they get so mad. Oh, yeah. I like and that. She bit. lashes out, and I think, yeah. I think that that is more like how other Suldam treat their Damane, like that lashing out and just kicking her until she does what she's told. But it's also like, like, like think, a really good. I think Rena came in not wanting to do that. Yeah. Well, no. So like, an abuser doesn't plan to go in and abuse someone. They. Their plan is they will go in and make what they think is a completely reasonable request Mm -hmm. and when that request is not met or it's not achieved the way that they wanted, then they get angry and lash out. And you can see all of that happening in this Mm -hmm. actor's face. Like you can see Mm -hmm. that Rena goes, we did the thing, it worked, I'm brilliant, I'm special girl, here, come pour the water. This is going to be great. This is just going to reinforce that, like, if you do what I say, everything's going to be wonderful. And she doesn't. And that's ruined everything. And the, mm. com- like, complete disappointment into abject rage move is, like, yeah. how and dare it's you all make Egwene's fault. Yeah. yeah it's all Egwene's it fault. It's not it's your fault. I'm kidding. You. It is a very much, like, mm. an abusive relationship. But mm. it's, like, it's not because it could be really superficial of, like, this person is enslaving this person and dehumanizing mm. them, but it's like really like under all that is like mm. that ma- a manipulation and things. Like it's yeah. really quite rich and it's why this episode up. is the worst. It's devastating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So poor Egwene. Mm. Um, and then Egwene hears a voice through the wall who's just reciting the rules. The rules. And she's mm. like, no. And like, I think is that after because when she wakes up from the dream where Rand comes in, she's you can see her like it's almost made it worse for her because she yeah she's she has a, she's it. like oh god I'm losing it. I saw the dead yeah. Rand and then she hears mm-hmm. the voice and is like I can hear you please can you talk to me yeah we're not, not we're we're not we're not like, we're and then not then then the tree burning happens after some yeah, scene after changes that. and then yeah and mm-hmm. then. And then we get the whole, the sequence, like the last kind of 10 minutes of the episode, which is the rhymer being captured and Egwene being broken, which is the worst bit of the yeah, whole She, she like, this time she comes in all brutal and even like hangs her up. So she's like going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to so, do it. Yeah. And it's all like inters- interspersed with the shots of like rhymer's battle and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's awful. It's so awful. I think the saddest part is she's doing a big scream cry 
Mm, yeah, afterwards she like broken. takes the picture and is like, I have, I'm so thirsty, I have to drink. Yeah, because so she takes this big gulp and then cry, smashes and cries and it's like, ah. Yeah, and then, and then we slide across into the cell next door and it's the blue speaker lady who's extra cool. Mm. And she's Do you the remember one. my again, Helen, or just from nope. the like recap? She she was the boss of the detective of the blue detectives, and she was in yeah. the bath with yeah, uh, she Maureen, had a bath with Maureen. And she said, "You got to like fuck off. No, you got to come with me to do the investigations." And Maureen's like, "I got to go fuck off." I, no, I she's like, tell "You need wife. to stay in the tower because I need to go investigate this stuff oh, yeah. in Western Shore." Um, and Maureen's like, mm, "Okay, I got to get someone to banish me because I can't not obey the rules." Yeah, mm-hmm. like if I'm yeah. ordered, I have to obey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Megan had a bath with Maureen. <laughs> Maureen baths are really baths. important in this. Yeah, in this <laughs> lots of stuff happens in baths. Um, but yeah, so Egwene gets kind of choked out, and then finally she breaks and she pours the water, and then Rena just pours it on the floor. Like this is literally just like step one of the training. It doesn't even matter. It's like the smallest thing. Yeah, this was so and hard it is for like Egwene's entire. Nothing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, it's, it, that was devastating. We just poured it out and was like, okay, good girl. I'm like, ugh. So, yeah, it's horrible. Um, yeah, and then we see that Megan was the one who um, is the sitter of the blue that they've been talking about. Mm, it's and it's minute where she's like, no, it's not cry. You lasted longer than I did and I was a blue outer person. So there's this look the on her Gwen's face like, I don't know, she's rallying herself kind of. yeah. Yeah, so maybe she won't be able to pick up the jug anymore. It is. It's, it's awful because she's she has had to in her whole mind accept that mm. she will never use the jug as a weapon against Rana, mm. and that yeah, that she will kind of obey. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is quite. Yeah, it's harrowing, harrowing. Yeah, yeah skip to the rescue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she gets rescued. Does she? In this episode. (laughs) When does she get rescued, Helen? I don't know. Stop asking me dumb questions like that. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Helen. Your predictions are fun. Yeah, so we're we're feeling a bit down. (laughs) It's also hot, so it's not feeling better. Yes, (laughs) it's hot. Not doing anything well for us. Yeah, so um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on episode six, kind of. Are you also devastated? We will commiserate with you. Uh, you can find us on Blue Sky, Instagram, Twitter, and Threads. I really like Threads. I've been hanging out on Threads a lot. So if, if you're choosing between, Threads is where I've been. Um, and you can join our Discord server or you can email us. And all the links are in the show notes to this episode. We would really appreciate it if you would leave a rating or review on your podcast platform of choice or even just tell a friend about us. Thanks for listening. Now go and enjoy something you think is neat. Hey. Hey, bud. How you going, bud? Did I interrupt your nap? Yeah. Oh, he purring. I picked him up and he purred.